Good afternoon, good afternoon everyone and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you. I am your host Naja Roberts and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show ladies and gentlemen to change the way you think about money but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. And what a great, beautiful day it is here in the world. And I want to say happy birthday to several of our Cryptopian celebrities who have birthdays today. Happy birthday to Nanette Merrillis of San Dimas, California. Happy birthday to Gloria Melion of Los Angeles, California. Happy birthday to Smith Sagis of Duluth, Georgia. Happy birthday to Charlesia James of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And happy birthday to Ola Mel of New York, New York. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like a shout out for your birthday, please, please reach out to me and I will make sure that you on the are on the list but to these celebrity cryptopian birthday holders i want to say may today be filled with all the love joy peace and happiness you deserve on this day your birthday so ladies and gentlemen we are in a situation where we have just got so much to talk about and uh i thought i would be a little I don't know if I'm making a joke or not, but um, because we've always got people talking about how to double your money in this cryptocurrency space. And I'm always saying that this is not a get rich quick space. But if you want to double your money, this is what you can do. And I found this quote. So this is a little bit of a joke. So nobody take me too serious on this. It says the quickest way to double your money is to fold it in half and put it in your back pocket. <laughs> so that's the only joke I have probably ever had as it relates to money but that's the only way you are definitely going to double your money in the fiat space is to fold it and put it in your back pocket but with that ladies and gentlemen we have definitely a lot to talk about um yesterday we were uh just really talking about uh, getting the information out to the community and continuing to do that consistently by any means necessary and i needed to uh really continue the conversation today on the importance of preparing for this new monetary system. And uh, we're going to just kind of continue on that trajectory because there are so many things that I need to share and, and a lot of things that you need to know that you need to be aware of, especially when new technology comes out. We want to make sure that you have and understand how that is going to either benefit you or hurt you in the long run. And so we need to just continuously be in the know. If you know better, you do better. So unfortunately, our government and a lot of other corporate tycoons right now are not really telling us what the playbook looks like. And so I hope we are enlightening you as the centralizers. Every time I read the word centralizers, I think of colonizers. Well, they did the colonizing, but now we have centralizers, ladies and gentlemen. Those are people that want all monies to come through them, all information to come through them. Everything that we have to do in our daily life, the centralizers want to be in control of it. And they have these entrapment tools that we need to know about. And yesterday I mentioned 
uh, social credit scores. We've talked about that before. We talked about environmental social governance. That's ESG. You're going to start to see that more and more. ESG. That means they're going to have a way to tell you how much water you can use at your house, even if you need to take a bath. If you have gone over your allotment of water and things of that sort, they're going to be able to regulate those things. Of course, we know the CBDCs and there are 15 minute cities that are going to be reminiscent of what we saw in the Hunger Games. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a joke at all. I've been doing some major research from some of these organizations that um, are sharing what these 15-minute cities look like. And so we're going to tackle that probably tomorrow because it's 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 pretty chilling. I know a lot of people think, uh, you know, some of this stuff she's coming up with, no, no, no. These are actually organizations that are working with our government um, to make some of these things a reality. And so we just got to know what they're actually talking about. But inflation, as we know, in currency debasement, we talked about uh, BRICS and some of the countries that are trying to debase the dollar, but our wealth and our inheritance taxes, and those are going to happen. When I did my little research um, yesterday, as I was thinking about today, uh, just realizing that the United States has $32 trillion in national debt and around $129.1 trillion of unfunded liabilities. And that comes in the form, ladies and gentlemen, of Medicare, Social Security, and publicly held debt. Now, that being said, I need you to understand when we're saying these big numbers of deficits and unfunded liabilities and unfunded liability means they are right now paying Medi-Cal and Social Security like they're supposed to. But in the event, and I know you feel like they can't run out of money because they're constantly able to print it or do what they want to do. And it's a threat to all of us to think that our loved ones, our elders will not have Medicare and Social Security. But if they keep going into this downward uh, spiral in all of this national debt in trillions and trillions of dollars that's owed and unfunded, ladies and gentlemen, we are in trouble because at this point, you know, a lot of people are on fixed incomes. Yes, they own their houses. Yes, they do have a lot of things uh, that they own and control. However, when you start to run out of money, you start to sell things. And as we start to sell things, the powers that be, those individuals that have money laying and waiting, they're able to pick up and get in where they want to. And that's really what the root of gentrification uh, really stems from. You know, when, when Big Mama passes on, the, the family can most of the time not really afford to keep the house up and so they sell it or there's some arguments and things going on and people just don't want to deal with it so they sell it and then they want to take the easiest quickest cash offer that they can now you all know we're not coming in with cash we are coming in with some financing or most of us are coming in with some financing and so that allows other communities that have had their wealth uh, they, they've had their time in wealth. 
They've accumulated wealth. They've accumulated real estate. They've accumulated so many things. They've homesteaded. They've not paid for a lot of their properties. They were actually given to them by the United States. So they've had time to acquire some wealth. And so it puts them in a position where they can get some of the things that are happening in our are happening to us as it relates to the properties that we're holding on to because we're dependent on things like not all of us. And so I don't want to make a broad stroke because I don't want anybody calling me saying, no, that's not the case. But if you think about it, when our elders are, are passing these houses on to us, a lot of them are on Social Security or Medicare, and they weren't able to really bona fide take care of the properties. Um, they, they live in the properties. The properties are functioning, but at what, you know, at what capacity? And so once they pass on, there's a big uh, responsibility for those of us that are left behind to either bring the property up to speed or just make a quick decision to sell. And all of these things are happening. And because we don't have enough money in our wealth uh, toolboxes, we are in a position where we sell. And therefore, that plays right back into what you've been hearing me say. The global elitists are saying you will own nothing and be happy about it. And so when you sell Big Mama's house, you're happy, you're ecstatic that somebody is giving you cash and they're going to give you cash in 30 days and you just go ahead and let it go. But you will never, ever be able to move back into that community or acquire a piece of property in that in that community ever again because the prices just become astronomical and they figure out a way to box us out and add the taxes and all of those things. And so as we look uh, to really, really understand what is happening with this uh, new world order, with this new money, uh, really, ladies and gentlemen, take some time and research the World Economic Forum and what they're actually saying and what they're doing, they are actually talking about the 15-minute cities. And um, the, again, just all the big wigs that you know, these billionaires, they are the ones that are uh, the key individuals that are trying to decentralize. And I actually sent a, um, a text message to somebody that I love about a comment that Kamala Harris made. And with there being so many deep fake things out there, we really have to be careful what we see, what we hear, what we think is real, because a lot of times it's not. Uh, they have some deep fake videos where it could even look like I am saying and doing something and then turn around. It wasn't me. I wasn't in that location because of artificial intelligence. And so Kamala Harris, this particular article our video that was sent over to me was her basically saying that we need to uh, get rid of some of the population as we get rid of some of the population that were the, were the words. And so it's just really scary to even to know. And it was actually, as we looked it up, it was a real video and I'm wondering if it was a Freudian slip or if it was just her telling it like it is because uh, there that's part of the plan is to just make sure that they're not continuing to have to pay uh, for for health care for those who are on Medicare and Medicaid and some of those things. And I just really firmly believe 
that this whole centralized system is in some crazy way uh, really looking to make sure that they are on the top financially no matter what. And there is overwhelming evidence of that. And so um, we are uh, continuing the conversation because yesterday, actually this week, because I have to say this, even though this isn't cryptocurrency related, you have to know this because it ties into something called world coin. So it's not crypto, but it absolutely is crypto. If you listen and you hear me out as of this week, ladies and gentlemen, biometric iris scans are available. So at the sound of it, it sounds like something we're already doing, right? We open up our iPhones, our iPhones or whatever other phone you have, maybe even the Android. I don't know because I don't have one, but you're able to open up your phone and it takes a picture. It, it looks at your face. You got face recognition. You can take uh, you can get into your phone without the passcode. Well, this week there is something called biometric iris scans that are now available. And this is another tool in the toolbox of the globalists because I feel like this is just in additional entrapment. And so this gentleman by the name of Sam Altman, you may hear his name here and there and you may not, but he is the founder and the CEO of OpenAI and he introduced ChatGPT last year. Now, how does this play into everything? Chat GPT, which is artificial intelligence. You'll continue to hear the word AI in the news. AI, artificial intelligence, has actually disrupted industries across the globe, ranging from education, legal services, copywriting, and publishing. So, again where we talked a couple of weeks ago about all of the jobs that are going to suffer at the hands of artificial intelligence. These are more of the white collar types of things like the education, legal services. I am telling you right now that I was sitting in front of a computer almost two years ago. Now they told me that this computer would be able to litigate all cases, be it a murder case, a kidnap case, whatever, these computers actually are set up to litigate uh, these these court cases without having an actual lawyer present. That is what AI is actually doing. These quantum computers and things that are coming out, they are just trumping our brains, uh, I don't even know, by 100%. And so as people start to do more engagement with AI, uh, this is what's happening. So you're able to copyright and publish things without having an attorney to do that. No, no more is the day where, you know, we're paying $1,700 to have something trademarked because of the fact that AI is showing us and doing it for us. So all we have to do is submit it to the trademark, um, the, the trademark, uh, comp uh, I say company government agency. And if, it follows all the guidelines. It follows all the rules and it gets approved because there is no errors because the computer has already gone around and figured out what errors or what gets kicked back. And so it just makes it easier to do things. But this week, Sam launched, ladies and gentlemen, WorldCoin, a biometric cryptocurrency that requires individuals to scan their eyes into an orb, which is the size of a bowling ball. 
So Altman was actually talking about this world coin and said that there's a need for there is a need for a financial application that can verify humans versus bots. Now, that uh, there, there's a lot to talk about uh, with that as well. But he is saying that there's need for uh, something to decipher whether it's a bot. And this goes to those of you that are trading. Um, uh, some of you that are trading and are really just starting to learn about the money uh, game. Uh, they want to distinguish whether you are a bot trading or whether you are a human being. When we come forward, we'll continue this conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, a more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. As we start to hear and listen to this thing about world coin, I want you all to do your due diligence. Again, find the world coin website. You would go in and you would read the white paper. You would find out what this coin is designed to do and how this biomet biometric cryptocurrency will require individuals or why it's requiring individuals to scan their iris into an orb. And before you go out and order this Altman's orb, because a lot of people ran out and ordered uh, Alexa. And I have to say, if you have an Alexa in your home, they are listening to every single thing you're saying, because it is no coincidence. If you got Siri too, Siri's listening too. But there is just, it's just an over, uh, over preponderance of evidence that if you have an Alexa in your home, that they are really able to listen in to all of your spending habits, what you're talking about with your family members. And you're going to start to see those things pop up when you go on your phone or on your internet, because they're actually listening to your conversations and finding out what they can best sell you based on those conversations. So I just want to share that. But before you go out and buy this orb, so you can participate in WorldCoin. Uh, you should really know that Sam Altman is a full-fledged member of the World Economic Forum's Young Global Leaders Community. Now, again, read about World Economic Forum. Do your research so you'll know exactly what their agenda is. And um, it's just, in my opinion, sort of kind of like what happened with Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg after uh, 2020 and this 2020 election. The FBI came in to Mark Zuckerberg and said, hey, you've got to give us all the information of all your users. And Zuckerberg actually just said, OK, I'm good with that. And that's what they do. And Sam Altman is going to do the same thing with this uh, orb that you scan your eyes. Now, I don't know what it'll be used for later, but this is what uh, they are. He has actually uh, launched is not what he's planning on launching, but world coin, uh, their success has some serious obstacles to overcome, ladies and gentlemen, because enticing billions of people around the world to actually scan their iris into a uh, into a orb is a tall order. I will just say it that way. I definitely know. I won't be doing it. And then I say, you know what? I won't be doing it. But there are so many things that we just do in our life that we don't even pay attention to because I scan my eyes every time I jump on an airplane because I have uh, the, the, the 
clear. And so saying what we won't do and what actually the reality is, is, I mean, it's, I guess it's relative because I literally said, oh, no, I won't be buying one to do that. But yet I use it to not have to get in line on the plane. And so um, to get on the plane, I just go straight through. And that's one of the concessions of getting uh, clear. And so we've got to look at these things and how they're going to use these things in the very near future for identification and all of those things. And it may not mean much now, but as we move forward, it definitely will. So what ladies and gentlemen when we come forward after news traffic and sports we are going to talk about really quickly how you do what you need to do for yourself and for your country at the same time so when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 a safe place to go loud loud a great place for progressive politics kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward and so let's just uh Let me just share this really quickly. Lustful, power hungry, world, I want to call them colonizers, but centralizers have been around long before, uh, you know, just they've been here a long time and they will be around as long as humans exist. But we have to really during our time. We have to uh, make sure that we have the tools that we need to really get past a lot of the things that's happening. And why I'm talking about this is because I know that the centralizers have a multitude of digital tools to censor the and deplatform or debank or debunk or propaganda just put out propaganda on those of us that are sharing this information which is why I don't put a lot of emphasis on social media because I know my stuff gets pushed down in the algorithms in order to protect ourselves own something and be happy we have to actually become sovereign individuals there are ways to do this to avoid the digital uh the digital issue that is going to happen coming up. There is, and I'm going to continue to tell you all, there is a parallel economy that is being built. Even though we're not going to be able to participate in the parallel economy, we've got to make sure we have our own economy going for our community because they are quickly rising up to meet their patriotic freedom loving Uh, sovereign selves and so we have got to make sure that we are doing the things that we need to do to continue to grow and to continue to thrive in our community and you can safely spend your money in the establishments that you wish to spend your money and I am going to say it again if somebody does not want you shopping at their establishment why spend your money there go and spend your money with your community and help those businesses grow so they can offer more jobs and and offer more assistance. And so we've just got to be smart because I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, when we look up in three to five years, you're going to say she told us about this parallel economy and they are not. I am going to say with a full capital N-O-T allowing us to participate in their parallel economy, period. That's just the bottom line. 
So what am I doing? I'm buying Bitcoin. I'm buying precious metal and I'm hiding them in safe places. Right. Um, and that is just something that needs to be done. I'm not pro providing financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor anymore on purpose, but that's what I'm doing. If you can afford to do it, really buy a house outside of a really densely populated area. This is one of the things that I'm suggesting, one of the things that I'm leading by example doing, a place where you can actually grow a garden and have food and farm animals, and you can use utilize those as investments as well. Make sure you have plenty of water on hand at all times. It is really, really important, ladies and gentlemen, that you prepare just like you would for an earthquake or a tornado or any of those things because we don't actually know what is going to take place? And you have got to get healthy. That's one of the things that our community does not equate to money is health. But I firmly believe that health is one of the greatest parts of your wealth. We've got to get healthy. And that means, you know, we have to do some dieting and exercising and making sure we're able to handle uh Anything that comes our way, if we have to, I don't know, you just need to be healthy. You don't need to be in, a, in, in a, a position of being sick and feeble and then have to deal with the things that are about to come down the pipe. So if nothing else, it is our time to get healthy as well. And you need your family around you and your friends around you to really maintain mental health, especially in the times that are coming up. And I'm going to say this. I know we're talking about money. I know this is ahead of the crypto curve, but I see it every day as I'm talking to families and individuals. We have a real mental health crisis and we have got to support those in our families that are having these issues and no longer look away and think that it's somebody else's problem. We've got to do that. And even for some of us, as we come into new uncharted times, our mental health is important. We've got to stay strong. Things are getting tougher. Loans are getting tougher. Different things are getting tougher. And we've really got to be able to stick it out. And maintaining your mental health is another part of your wealth that is really, really important. The next point uh, that you really need to pay attention to, ladies and gentlemen, is education. Education is critical. You need to self educate yourself. I'm not saying go to any HBCU. I'm not saying go to any trade school. Our families have got to educate ourselves. We have got to be self-sovereign. We have got to self-educate. You've got to read. You've got to listen to podcasts. You've got to watch alternative news. You've got to listen to alternative radio stations such as KBLA. There is plenty of resources out there and sources for real news and people that actually analyze the information about these global essentializers. And you've got to continue to plug in. There has never been a time such as this that you've got to know the real. You can no longer longer take someone's word for it I'll, I'll never forget and I, I'm gonna be very short with this I never forget having a real real down-to-earth argument with my God brother who's a pastor because I was telling him all of our lives we have just took what the pastor 
had had. Well, of course, we read the Bible, but we've taken their breakdown of what the Bible actually meant and said. A lot of them didn't even pick up a Bible to really go through it. or They would pick up a Bible and say a scripture and then they go off on their own tangents. But my, my conversation with him is that we as a community have got to stop taking people's word for stuff and really do the research for our, ourselves. And this is that time. I'm not saying, you know, you can't get information, but you can trust people, but verify, stop allowing every, all of our information and everything that we do to be based on what somebody else is telling us. That is a huge, huge mistake right now. And this particular time in our history make sure to tell other people so that they can actually prepare and build their own wealth and how do they get that personal sovereignty how do they learn these things they come on for the midday money chain they they plug into some of our uh, off radio things that we're actually teaching and trying to share with the community because ladies and gentlemen right now it makes no sense to not get the education you need now I've seen some stuff on TikTok and I think TikTok has some great content but you've really got to uh, grab that information and do the research and make sure that you're doing the right thing and that you're not getting into uh, getting yourself into any more personal battles but this ladies and gentlemen is a battle a real real battle for your personal freedom most likely it won't escalate into a hot war but the chaos is going to grow and I'm just going to tell you. And so what you just continue to do is what you're doing right now is listening in on KBLA, but uh, really not just listening, making sure that you're taking the next step to actually navigate this maze through this process of decentralization and self-sovereignty. And I'm always here to help you be your guide. And so that's the good thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to jump into the cryptocurrency conversation. We have got some great stories. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So let me just jump into this really quickly. Our cryptocurrency prices for the day. I'm going to be really quick. Uh, Bitcoin right now is trading at $29,143. It is down in the last hour to 0.13%. It's down 13.13%. In the last 24 hours, it's down 0.17%. In the last seven days, it's down one5 Five four percent. Ethereum is trading at one thousand eight hundred and forty two, and it is up in the last hour point zero seven percent. Down in the last twenty four hours point thirty eight percent, and down in the last twenty four uh, seven days two point twelve percent. I'm looking at some of these other cryptocurrencies. They are all red all the way down, and I'm looking at a lot of them that I know some of you have, and they are all red. All the way across. You have to look that up. Um, but some things happen. So the SEC just sued a sole entrepreneur. Now, I'm saying this because a lot of you that I know uh, are with different companies and are selling Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies to your team members. I have always been vocal about letting you know that it is against the law. For you to actually sell 
Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. Now, people do it all the time. If you join a network marketing company and let's just say you need $5,000 worth of Bitcoin to get going. A lot of people that join that company, they then bring other people into the company and they say, oh, OK, I can buy your Bitcoin for you. You give me the $5,000. I'll give you the $5,000 to put into the company. That is uh, what a lot of people are doing. And that is illegal because you are not registered with FinCEN, which is Financial uh, Crimes Enforcement Network. That is illegal. And I have told a lot of my folks that selling their team members, uh, different individuals, Bitcoin and other uh, like Daisy and like there's so many other cryptocurrencies that people are buying and selling to their team members. It's illegal because what is considered is money laundering. If you are taking money from someone else to purchase something, to give back to them, to invest in something is considered money laundering. This story is uh, another just another testament of that. Uh, this individual, the SEC, is actually suing this entrepreneur, alleging that they had sold one billion in unregistered crypto sales and a multi-million dollar fraud. Now, I believe he created did fraud as well, or he has been said to have done fraud as well. But just the fact that he sold a billion dollars of cryptocurrency uh, without being regulated, without being registered with FinCEN is an issue. And so I just want to make sure that uh, you all know that this is actually the first U.S. citizen uh, that uh, has been prosecuted by the SEC for more than a, selling a more than a billion dollars of unregistered offerings. And uh, I want to make sure that you are being careful of the cryptocurrencies that people may be offloading because of this. There's one called Hex. There's one called Pulse Chain and Pulse X. The SEC is alleging that uh, these investments were a pathway to his grandiose wealth. And uh, this gentleman, his name is Schuler. Uh, he was born in the United States, but not right now. He resides in Finland. He's taking money uh, and sold these cryptocurrencies to people. And so beware of people offloading or telling you that that maybe one of these cryptocurrencies is going to do great. And then you come and buy it. Um, Hex, Pulse Chain and Pulse X. So I just wanted to make sure that I gave that warning today. But on a brighter note, MicroStrategy, which is the largest institutional holder of Bitcoin, is saying that he is now turning a profit with his company because of Bitcoin. And if you remember last year, Michael Saylor sold a lot of Bitcoin. And I told you all not to panic, not to be scared. He had a plan. And the reason why he sold a lot of Bitcoin is because he bought a lot of Bitcoin when it was at its highest price. When he sold it, it was at its lower price. So he was able to do a write off on his taxes for taking a loss in the sale of the Bitcoin at a lower price. But he turned right back around and bought back in on the low. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, he is turning a profit for his company. I really wish that we as a community could pay attention, pay more attention to individuals like this, especially when I share it. I can't say go out and buy it, but I can tell you this is what's happening. 
This is what Michael Saylor is doing it and why he's doing it. And hopefully you all are taking notes and following some of the leads that you hear in this conversation because they absolutely are on point. Michael Saylor has always been on point. Al Salvador has always been on point. Those are the couple of places that I look to to make sure I'm doing the right thing for my community. Al Salvador right now is up. They are doing absolutely fantastic because they adopted Bitcoin as legal tender. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we move forward, as if you're a business owner, if you are, uh, let me just start with the business owner. If you are a business owner, maybe it's time to be able to take out a QR code and accept Bitcoin as payment for yourself. And that especially if there's just if that's money that's just going to be sitting in the bank saying you're doing coaching or something like that. And your coaching classes are fifteen hundred. If you don't have to go and recoup uh, any type of product like shirts or shoes or whatever to resell, then it's a good idea to possibly hold some of it in Bitcoin. It cannot hurt you. It, it definitely is going to hurt you to have it sitting in the bank where there is nothing being given back to you in reference to. Uh, interest and things of that sort. It is just absolutely ridiculous the amount of interest that they give you in the bank. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to continue a conversation about Robert Kiyosaki, who gave a warning today, not yesterday, not last year, today about Bitcoin. This is KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So ladies and gentlemen, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad is back in the news today because today he gave more warnings about the economy. Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, basically slammed the Wall Street Journal today because in a tweet on Sunday, the Wall Street Journal claimed that the United States economy is strong. And he explained, uh, and I'm just read the tweet. He said, WTF, and you all know what WTF stands for. Wall Street Journal claims the economy is strong. Don't they know the stock market is being held up because Biden raised the debt ceiling? American debt is going up. So stock market is going up. Numb nuts. America is broke. Still prefer gold, silver, Bitcoin. And I will repeat that. Still prefer gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Now, I agree with that last sentence wholeheartedly. I have to just continue to say silver is a little bit rough as it relates to being able to move it around. I tried to see what we could possibly do uh, to make sure that we were holding silver. And we, we have a little bit, but because it was so heavy and it wasn't, um, you're going to need the silver. And let me just say this. When, when this thing all comes down and you're going to need this different currency that you can use wherever you go in the world, you need small increments of things. So if you're holding a gold coin that's worth $2,300, it's really hard for you to, to actually chop that up, right, to buy something smaller. So that's where the silver comes in. And that's why people have silver denominations because silver is accepted all over the world as well. But it is uh, in smaller increments. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you are understanding 
that we are in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And I just want to continue to encourage you to follow me on social media and go back and look at some of my YouTube videos and listen in to some of these episodes on KBLA Talk 1580. And you already know what it is. We're not sugarcoating anything. We're saying what needs to say be said. I'm not staying neutral at all. Uh, and I don't care about making anybody feel uncomfortable because our community needs to know. And I really look forward to you continuing to rock with me here on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. And ladies and gentlemen, if you again are in Novatech, you need to go into your back office and request 5% be sent back to you. That's what they're doing monthly is 5%. Uh, your upline should be able to help you go in there. Uh, I was not, um, I'm not anybody's upline uh, in Novatech, but please get with your Novatech upline so that they can go in and help you put your Bitcoin address into the system and request 5% withdrawal a month. And prayerfully, that will happen for you like it's supposed to. If it's not, you know, we don't have any problems talking to you all if you reach out to us. But we love you. We appreciate you. We are going to continue to dollar cost average because we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.